Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is uh, Tuesday morning. It's Giving Tuesday, Lucky. Oh, right, yes. Cyber Monday. Did you do any cyber shopping yesterday? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, well, we got a bunch of Christmas stuff done on uh, Cyber Monday. Yep. I, th- I think we're way ahead of the game. It's not even December 1st, and I think we've gotten a lot of our gifts squared away. Yeah. It, it's so much easier to do now with the online shopping that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course... You know, Black Friday has turned into, you know, I, I I don't know how long that Friday technically can be, but there's like two weeks of Black Friday deals. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's going to get to the point where, like, uh, someone had exposed some stores in the States um, for covering over what were exactly the same prices, but calling it a Black Friday deal. Oh, really? <laughs> kind of going through like a Target or a Walmart and just, Pulling back the the sign, which said the day before or the week before, it was on sale for the same price. It just wasn't called a Black Friday deal. So on Amazon, they had the clock counting down uh, till midnight on the Cyber Monday. But then I hear in the States, uh, a lot of people refer to Cyber Week. So I don't know if it's an ongoing thing oh, for some. I, yeah. The, if you didn't get the deal yesterday, you can likely get back on and get the deal today. Yeah. So, yeah, we racked it up a bit yesterday. And I also read that this time of year around Cyber Monday, Amazon fulfills a thousand orders a second. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, I was on there yesterday. Uh, guilty as charged. Yeah, oh yeah. And and yeah, and well we had a story yesterday too about the porch pirates. Mm-hmm. So do keep an eye on your packages. Make sure you've got someone either at home to receive them or you're sending them somewhere. So that's sitting on your porch all day long. Something that has been started, and I've seen it uh, pop up a few times on Facebook, and I like the idea, and I actually think with it being Giving Tuesday, I might go do this. Our uh, our buddy Brandon, who owns uh, Hills uh, Pub, yeah, uh, you can go in and you can pay for a couple of meals. And they'll put the receipts on the wall. I've seen that. And yeah. anybody that's hungry can go in and grab a receipt. Awesome. I think it's a great idea. So I, I might, uh, I might stop by, stop by, have a pint and, uh, and buy a couple of meals and stick them on the wall. The cynic in me says that, you know, someone's going to take advantage of this mm-hmm. somewhere. And, and while that very well might happen. Um, hopefully there's more instances of good than there are of bad. Yeah, I guess there's probably no way of keeping track either because, you know, if some if somebody goes in and... Well, you're not going to question someone. Are you really need? Or or even if they're going in every day and grabbing a meal. Right. I mean, how many meals can you be allowed to grab for free? True. Yeah, I think they probably spot that. And, well. and if some real scumbag who can afford his own meal goes in and grabs a ticket, right. you know, which that's I'm what, sure somebody would do. That's what I mean. It's, yeah. you know, it gets out of the bends and into <laughs> the restaurant. But listen, there are those who are struggling like that, too, because they've made bad yeah. decisions with their money. That's right. Could I have the truffle fries yeah. instead, please? <laughs> that would be great. Uh, when, it, when it comes to, uh, to Giving Tuesday, uh, Goodwill released some of the most bizarre items people have donated to them. Uh, a Goodwill location got a guillotine, and an employee, employee said they uh, they sold it for thirty bucks. No, uh, a bag of groceries, but probably by accident, and then literally a bag of garbage, and not by accident. Uh, a basket of taxidermied kittens. Yikes! <laughs> I love this one. A glass jar labeled "Fart June 1975." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, some woman was selling hers on the internet. Uh, on on OnlyFans. Jar, that's yeah. right. 
Um, a rock, just a normal everyday rock. Goodwill okay. put an $11 tag on it and somebody bought it. A Louis Vuitton purse with human teeth inside. All right. A glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. <laughs> no thanks. A chair shaped like a Labrador retriever. A dog sculpture made out of random metals, including golf clubs and a bathroom faucet. That's what people donate? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, listen, and, and if you're taking part in Giving Tuesday, I know we've got um, a spot up on the rock.fm with giving charities uh, that you can go mm-hmm. to if you're looking for places to donate. Um, you know, we've heard of the toy drive, uh, our friend Rob Havery of our Havery Landscaping, he deals with a Simcoe Hall Settlement House, and they've got a big toy drive on. And I'm pretty sure the Durham Regional Police, uh, again, or the City of Oshawa, the bylaw services, if you get a ticket, mm. like a parking ticket, you can pay it off with the gift of an unwrapped toy. Oh, okay. Very um, good. You know, which is a, a great initiative as well. This uh, holiday season, much like at Halloween, I'll be giving advice. Right. I'll, just, I'll gather the family together and spread my wisdom. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Coppola, turns 60 on January 7th. Okay. And it means we're going to be seeing a lot less of him because he wants to slow down. He says, I uh, like to read a book a week and I want to spend more time with my daughter. I'm taking stock of what's really important, maybe not. Uh, making quite as few movies now. Have we seen much of him lately? Yeah, I think he's got something that's just coming out. He's been in a few things. He did a thing on the F word or whatever, and then he did that. There was another movie that he was getting praised for, where he kind of it was a parody of himself. Right, that's right. Uh, so I guess he's been doing stuff. Um, so when he says he doesn't have any time to read. Ah, wants to read a book a week. It's <laughs> a lot of reading. Uh, but when he says he's got a daughter, I thought, okay, yeah, he's got a few kids I know of. I think he's got a couple of sons. But no, he's got a new daughter, a one-year-old. Oh my! I think you got to keep working more, Nicholas. <laughs> you got diapers to buy. <laughs> Maybe acting isn't where you need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bedroom. Wow, sixty. Like and a one-year-old. Yeah. Oh no yeah. way! No, I, it's. I mean, it's just a that whole world. I guess of when 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 you've got unlimited money. And you're a celebrity or you're a, just like a wealthy, you know, businessman. You're, they're still going the route of the younger women. Yeah. And the younger women want a baby and these guys are giving it up. Yes. But knowing full well they're not getting up in the middle of the night for that kid. Easy for me to sit here and say that's crazy. Right. But there's no, no young women who are asking me for no. <laughs> my seed. No. And even if Adrian came home and said, I'm pregnant, your first response would be, well, I'm not the father. I'm leaving. That's right. I'm jumping in front of a train. Uh, way back when Bradley Cooper made A Star is Born, and he, of course, produced it, and I believe directed it. Anyhow, he was doing his casting and making those decisions. And in the early days, he approached Howard Stern to play his brother. Really? In a Star is Born. What? Yeah, he says uh, on an episode of uh, the Stern Show that uh, this was early, early things uh, swimming in my head. And when I offered to you, uh, to you, I thought it would have been amazing. I guess they're pretty good friends in real life, they say. Stern thought about it for a while. He ultimately turned it down because he was nervous about maybe making a fool of himself. Well, if you saw Private Parts, as much as I love that movie, he's not winning any Oscars. No, I, I, I mean, mind you, I guess 
part of that premise being that Bradley Cooper wasn't really a singer. Right. So Stern not being an actor, maybe you put the two together. Sam Elliott, of course, ended up playing the part, nominated for the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, which probably wouldn't have happened to Howard Stern. <laughs> Likely no. But uh, there you go. Stephen Colbert uh, has been off the uh, Late Show this week. Because he uh, had a ruptured appendix. I heard about this, yeah. Uh, he said, uh, sorry to that I had to cancel our shows this week. I'm recovering from surgery for a ruptured appendix. I'm grateful to my doctors and uh, the care of my family for putting up with me. Going forward, all emails to my appendix will be handled by my pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And... um there was some talk of a sequel to this uh, 1984 movie, This is Spinal Tap, and it was announced last year. And now there's an update. Director Rob Reiner, his, film, his filming will begin at the end of February. It was, a spose, it was a, uh, initially supposed to come out in March for the original uh, 40th anniversary, but that's not likely now. So they are doing it. They are doing it. And Reiner has revealed some su- surprise guests, Paul McCartney, Elton John, Garth Brooks showing up. And the whole original cast, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean, uh, Christopher Guest, he, um, Rob Reiner will play the uh, filmmaker, Marty DeBerg again. And uh, you'll have uh, Nigel and David St. Hubbins and Derek Smalls. <laughs> now, I kind of broke my rule there. Okay. Of not talking about anything uh, that's 25 years old. Oh, right, yeah. But... Rob Reiner has been in the news quite a bit lately because he's got this great podcast on the assassination of JFK. Okay. Now I know there'll be some of you who don't know don't know who the hell JFK was. <laughs> His anniversary was just last week. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Um, but I thought, okay, no, he's been current because he's got that. So I found a way around that rule. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it had just been an announcement of Spinal Tap and a remake, we would have just let that story go. <laughs> <laughs> I am petty. Yes, I am. I read this yesterday. Now, things you can do in the morning to be happier. Look, it's this time of year, and it's only going to get worse. But if you're up way early, you know, it's just so cold and horrible. And when the snow uh, inevitably does land on our uh, cars and front steps, it's going to be even more so annoying. So you got to bear through it all, but there's supposedly some uh, steps you can follow that can make your morning just a little more pleasant. So uh, it is said, somebody says it, some expert of some sort, first, foremost, get screens out of your rooms. When you reach for your phone or TV remote first thing in the morning, you're letting the outside world dictate your mood. Right. So avoid that if you can. I never look right at my phone first thing in the morning. I'm usually too busy hitting it on the snooze. I will, though, once I find myself on the throne, I'll scroll. (laughs) Uh, Talk to yourself. Mutter to yourself like you're crazy. Uh, Talking to yourself and trying to hype yourself up a bit can uh, set you up for a successful, happy day. I love this one, though. Just try this with your spouse or significant other. Talk to them. So... You roll over at 4.30 in the morning to get out of bed, and you say, hey, sweetie, sweetie, I want to have a chat. Did you make me breakfast? <laughs> Go over really well. Can we talk about the show we watched last night? Be thankful. In research trials, people who journaled about the things they're thankful for during the week scored much higher on measures of happiness than people who wrote down things that they're irritated by. No doubt. So easy, though, to write down the irritations. Right. Like, 
It's it's amazing with journaling. We've talked about this. I've done it in the past. When you go back and read the things you've journaled about, it's amazing how flipping mad we are and how all of us mostly walk through life just burying that. Like how most of us haven't committed mass murder. Right. But we do. I guess it's social norms, mm-hmm. and we try to pull it together. Well, and and you know, maybe doing that will give you some recognition, too, that you really have to be mindful of you don't know what other people are going through. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, you've had yourself uh, quite a week or so, and uh, if anybody had bumped into you, you were probably pleasant enough. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I got to a point okay. last week. Yeah, you had enough. Yeah, well, my, my father passed on last Monday. Yeah. And I think by about, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, I had had enough of some right. people right. who were just really getting under my skin. But I guess an example would have been, so you went to the rink uh, for your sons for some hockey, and you're in the process of all of this, and maybe you might have been a little standoffish with people or not jumping into big conversations, yeah. and someone might have gone, what the hell's wrong with Lucky? Yeah, what's wrong with him? Yeah, Why are because, you so quiet? Yeah, what, what's, your, what's your problem? Right. You know, And even now, it, it, it is awkward. When you know, people are like, hey, how's it going? Ah, uh, yeah. Right? And they haven't heard. And they haven't heard. And, and then you've got to be like, oh, well, you know, actually my father passed. And yeah. like, oh, and, and you, like, I don't want that attention necessarily. Right. I talk about it here because it's, one, it's, it's somewhat cathartic for mm-hmm. me too, because other people have gone through. We've all been in the same boat or at someday somebody. will. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and if you can, you know, smile about it, laugh through it, or, or just talk through it, mm-hmm. it can be helpful. Just like journaling it. Like, That's you know. exactly it. Yep. No, for sure. It, 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 it does help. I, I found even when I went through it that, yeah, coming on the air and gabbing, it just, I remember a buddy of mine. His father passed quite unexpectedly and young, and it was all very shocking. And uh, his family was from London, Ontario, so he had to go back home for the funeral and do all of that. And he was renting, like, a basement apartment. He worked in radio. He was just getting going, and he was renting this basement apartment. And when he got back to the house with his girlfriend, the landlord said, glad you're back. There's a ton of garbage to be put out. Mm. a single woman who owned the home. Yeah. He couldn't have been happier. She, wow. didn't, she didn't say, how you doing? Right. It was just, let's get back to the land of the living. Yeah. Well, I think many of us, though, would look at that and, you know, hey, this is a, a hall pass to get out of doing some stuff. Right. 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 Are but you I kidding he, me? Do you not know what I've been through? <laughs> right. But I'm I, not putting out garbage for a month. <laughs> yeah. No, you can play that card, and you have all the right in the world to do so. I think he just meant it was because he was just so tired of hearing the condolences. Right. Yes. Everybody's got the you know the 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 puppy face, yes. and it gets to be too much, mm-hmm. you know. Anyhow, yeah, the journaling is a is a good way to go. But again, let's please somebody try this talk to your spouse thing first thing in the morning, please. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be happy. We have questions. We hope you have answers. Twenty five thousand people decided to try to answer these questions. First one, does a straw have one hole or two? Oh, okay. I think it's one long hole with two openings. Yeah, most said one. All right. Those who said two, of course, one on each end. Right. I've always been a two-hole kind of guy. (laughs) Of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie. This is a classic. Mm. And it takes place on Christmas Eve. I think there is Christmas music in it yes. as well. But most, and I would fall in this camp, say no. Um, yeah, I don't know by the spirit of Christmas if I would call it a Christmas movie. I don't think so, but I do like to watch it around Christmas time because it's mm. generally on that time of year. Is a hot dog a sandwich? We've had this debate, I think, with Ted Reader. And it is meat between bread, but almost all said no, it is not. I agree. I, I don't think it is. Because if the seam of the hot dog bun breaks for mm. me, I, like, I want to throw it away. It, really, I, eh? I really get upset by that. You I'm like happy. to go in on that angle with the uh, hot dog. Yes. And, I mean, I had tacos last night. By that uh, right, is a taco a sandwich? Because it's meat in between that uh, that wrap. Are you a wrap guy or a hard shell guy with tacos? Uh, I like both. Yeah. I uh, Generally, if I'm buying tacos on the go somewhere, I would go with the soft tortilla. Okay. At home, I like the hard shell. Although one of the great hacks is to put a soft tortilla down on your plate mm-hmm. and then eat your hard shell tacos. And then anything that spills down, you just wrap up in that tortilla and eat. Have you ever bought the uh, the taco kit with the bowl, and you can eat the whole bowl and yes, everything? Yes, I've had those. There's that's a little, one that's a little boats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had the lettuce wraps, but, I mean, that's just, you that's know. That's sad. It's not taco night if you're doing that. And I prefer the uh, flat bottom shell over the V-shaped one. Okay, it yes. Sits, it sits nice. You can fill it. Easier to fill and stack, yes. Yeah. I'm the only one in my house who seems to like the hard shell because they, everybody complains they got to turn their head. To... Oh, really? Yeah. And others are worried about, you know, cracked shells and right. scraping the top of their mouth. Yeah, no. And I, I don't even like wraps in general. Like if I went for to a sub place. Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the shell. You're not a pita fan? No. No, thank you. I say no, thank you, sir. All right. To a, a pita. Okay. Um,. Uh, it's surprising because you're a leftover guy. Leftover wraps are fantastic. That's what uh, shredded cheese and Frank's hot sauce is for. <laughs> Bury it all under also that. Also very good in a wrap. Yeah, I guess it would be. You know what I was craving the other day that I haven't had one in forever? It was a sloppy joe. Okay. Love it. Just in a plain hamburger bun. Right. Yeah, I loved sloppy joes when I, I was a kid. You know, my parents were never on the sloppy joe side of things. So, <laughs> uh, but a buddy of mine, when I used to go over to his house, yeah. they would be having sloppy joes. And that's an easy invite the, uh, the buddy oh, sure. over kind of thing. Yeah. We're sitting around with hot dog buns and basically chili. It's a kid's meal for sure. And I remember going to the States and visiting a friend in, uh, and my buddy in Cleveland and his parents, maybe this is just an American thing. They would have KD as a side dish with their dinner. Yeah. Oh, we'd have that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd never heard of that. I only have ever, ever had it as lunch. Like my mom never made pork chops and KD on the side. Right. Yeah. Did you like? Would you use macaroni and cheese as a side dish? It would be a whole dinner. Like we'd make a casserole of it. Oh, really? And then we'd have like a green salad or Interesting. something. Interesting. Yeah. I know. I I, uh, I know that you're uh, you're not so fond of the KD these days. But every now and then, boy oh boy, I'll buy a box and just haul just, it back. I don't find it tastes like what I remember. Mm. Like I don't know if the the, the powders the the ratio has changed. If they're trying to make it more healthy, yeah. Adrian's watering it down on me. I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't taste like what I remember. Uh, somebody uh, got, as a stocking stuffer a couple of years ago, a big, like a Costco kind of thing of KD cheese. Oh, yeah. You can sprinkle on everything. I think you can get it by it in bulk as well. Oh, I'm sure you can. Right. So you can bulk up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the best day of the week? Saturdays get the number one spot followed right. by Fridays. Mondays voted the worst day. I disagree with that too. I say today, Tuesdays are the Tuesdays worst. are tough. Yeah, I guess like everyone wants to extend the weekend, wants the weekend to last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But some like going back to work for the conversation and letting yeah. you know what's going on, and then. Yeah, by Tuesday you realize, oh crap, I gotta go through the rest of the week. Yeah, you and I catch up quite a bit on Monday mornings and then barely basically ignore each other Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. And it's a good system. And all weekend long. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, just pineapple long on pizza. It's an even <sighs> split, 50-50. I don't like way. fruit on anything that's like savory. Right. I don't like it on my pizza. I don't like fruit in a salad. But do you like like a straight up uh, tangerine or a clementine or an orange? Uh, Grapes. I, I mean, I'm I'm rare. Like I love like a, the Honeycrisp apple. To me, mm. is is it's changed the apple game. All right. Um, but I, I don't think I'd just go bite into one. Mm. But it's quite often, you know, we'll have them in the house and they'll be going bad. So Adrian will cut them all up and put them in a big like uh, fruit tray out there. Yeah. And like the grazers in our family, <laughs> and I'm one of them. We'll just tear that thing apart. Yeah, we had family over Saturday night, so Sunday morning we put out kind of like a continental breakfast. We had bagels and we had um, hash browns and other stuff, and we had fruit. And I, Maria, I guess, had peeled a bunch of it, and I just went to town on it. Like, I just loved it. But now there's about four tangerines sitting in the bag on our counter. I'll never go near it no. unless <laughs> she peels it and feeds it to me. Uh, which brownie is better, the edge piece or the middle piece? Uh, I tend to go towards the middle for all of my, uh, my big pan selections. Okay. Lasagna included. All right. Um, it's another close one. Edge barely wins. Okay. Could Jack have fit on that door in the end of the Titanic? Oh my, give it up. Almost all say he could. And even science has proven this. They did an experiment and they both could have fit on that door. Yeah, but it was, it was his chivalry. Yeah. Because had they not, how do you, how do you know in that emergency situation? They both could have died. Mm hmm. PlayStation or Xbox? Well, I like both. I go Atari 2400. <laughs> Coleco. Yeah. Right. Yeah. PlayStation got the most votes. I mean, when that original Xbox came out, what a game changer that was. Sure was. I lined yeah. up for that on a boxing day. I remember getting that as a Christmas gift. And uh was that the one, or was it PlayStation, that you could play DVDs in or movies? PlayStation, I think, was the one that came out and kind of changed that, where you could right. also play some DVDs. Everyone was buying it because it had both, a DVD yeah. player and a, and a game system. Is cereal soup? No. Yeah, almost everybody said. A uh, ridiculous concept. Yeah. A few said yes, though. How? The bowl with liquid? I guess. I guess. But do you ever warm up? So, well, I guess if you have, like, oatmeal or something, it's warm cereal. I don't consider oatmeal to be cereal, Oh, though. really? Yeah. Cement. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is it okay to wear socks with sandals? Well, many young people do. Right. I'm on the camp of no, it's ridiculous looking. Uh huh. But I know it's a trend for, uh, certainly hockey players. Definitely so. Well, I mean, the hockey locker room thing is when you're walking around and there's ice and snow that's come off of skates. So mm-hmm. they put those, they call them slides now, not just a sandal. Of course they do. So you slide those on. They've still got their socks on. Um, but I mean, if you're rocking old school, like your Jesus sandals, <laughs> Birkenstocks <laughs> yeah. or Tevas, yeah. and you're rocking a sock on there, Especially if like people are wearing like, dress socks with those, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? It's an odd look, and yet there are those people out there, and they're still getting laid. Right, true. Let's figure it. Uh, it is the season to get a tree. 
you just uh, crawl up into the attic or the garage and the loft and pull the box down, wipe the dust off and bring it in the house? Or do you go out in the woods and pull a Clark uh, Griswold and cut one down? We, of course, have been a long-time cutter-downers. And uh, so questions are being asked. Is it, does a real tree uh, better for the environment or is a uh, fake one better? And uh, many people seem to think that the fake one is better because you're um, – you're not cutting down trees. Right. But I kind a lot of, of plastic think, involved with it. Right. And if you've gone through a lot of fake ones. Well, I mean, you don't go through that many. I would think in the, you know, course of decades or so, you, uh, you might get one or, you know, two, two, maybe three. Um, because originally they sucked. Let's, let's face it. It was a broomstick with a couple of wires hanging off of it. We had one, I remember as a kid, and every year we'd lose another branch, and it was exactly that. It was a little plastic stand with a green stick in the middle yeah. and holes, and you had what was like uh, coat hangers. Yep. And and they you kind of kind of had to fluff out the leaves and stick yep. them in the holes. Yeah, they were brutal. Yeah. And, you know, again, see, if you had that one, it's likely gone. And then... You know, you'd you'd end up with now the the new ones are are, are incredible. They're like, very pretty. They look very good. They're all pre lit. Mm-hmm. You have options of light colors uh, that you can choose. They're very simple. So I, you know, whether or not you go through a lot of them, I don't know. I think the problem with it is that people buy multiples of them. They have them in different rooms, right? Right, so yeah. maybe that that's just adding to the potential waste that could be out there. I mean, we're so old school with the tree. Like, we have decorations that we got when the kids were very little and stuff they had brought home from school. And David went into a, a phase of every time he traveled somewhere uh, while I was paying for his university, um, <laughs> he would bring, he, not that I'm bitter, or still paying for university. Five more years to go. Um, he, he would bring home some Christmas tree ornament from whatever country. So you got your money's worth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got this ornament. Yeah. So our tree is just an absolute mishmash of all sorts of different stuff. Gotcha. But you still do the uh, the real. The you're, real not, yeah. you're not giving that up. No, I don't know how much longer this is going because, as I admitted, we've been doing it from the time they were little and you'd see old family photos and I'd be down there on my hands and knees carving the tree and now as the years have mounted i can't get down that far on the ground right. or at least i can get down there i just can't get back up i remember so the boys are doing it as a kid we used to get a real tree mm-hmm. I, re- I remember that i don't know i don't know if we ever went to cut one down or if we went and just got one that was already pre-cut right wrapped up that's where i think some of the the negatives to having a real tree would be is that there's a lot that get pre-cut and not get purchased. Right. So you're cutting down a tree for no reason. But I guess then you could say, well, those trees have come down, and now the tree farmer has made his money on the sale of those trees, and now he can replant new ones, which I would think replanting trees must be good for the environment. Yeah, I would imagine so. In fact, you know what? It's funny. With, with my father's passing, one of the things that the funeral home had done it, or on his obituary is that you could plant a tree in his name. Oh. Oh, cool. It is honored. So people were doing that. It's a, basically a donation, mm-hmm. but it goes to, to planting a tree uh, for, for reforestation. I thought that was kind of neat. I just, I'm so shocked that you continue on this tradition just knowing that you do the minimum <laughs> of effort in so many things in your in life. All areas of my life. <laughs> just this, this seems like a, a, a an effort that you would not want to undertake. Oh, I mean, I'm not looking forward to it. I never do really, truly enjoy it. 
I, 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 it's all Maria. If I was on my own, you'd be lucky if if there was there would be nothing. Right. I mean, I, I you wouldn't even know it was Christmas. If oh, I, really? If you I think? was on my own. Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, because like, I would think. Oh, who who the hell knows? But I I, I would think that if the boy now that the boys are on their own. I would end up at somebody else's house over Christmas. Right. I couldn't imagine me hosting. Yeah. Like, it's, there's something, and I will say this again, you know, you guys, it's going to be a, this is going to be the first Christmas. Yeah. Your dad, it's all kind of, it's new and it's fresh and it's raw. But I've seen it, like, even in my dad, when after my mom passed, he'd still put up the tree and all of that. I, I always just felt kind of sad because mm. it's just him sitting in there with his tree. It's a tough time. I see it with my mother-in-law. She's still good that way. She puts up the tree. But she's still in the house. She lost her husband decades ago. All her kids are gone. Right. And I, there's just kind of, I would almost, I think, if I had lost Maria, I think I'd just avoid it all. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, I, I think for many there is kind of that temptation is just to be, rather than go through the the pain of the season without yeah. them to just ignore that the season happens. I don't know in the grand scheme of things if that's the healthiest of options no, either. Probably not. Probably um, not. You know, you may not have to go to the uh, to the extent, you know, of putting up. You know, we at one point I think we only put up the top of the tree. <laughs> Where, okay. Well, because they, you know, rather than having an eight foot tree or whatever, it ended up being like a three foot tree. Oh, just okay. Something small. Like your mom and dad to did acknowledge. That. No, I no. Oh, you guys at our house, oh. yeah. Well, you've got fifteen thousand square feet. What are you doing with a small uh, tree? Well, because it's a lot of effort. You know, <laughs> when it's eighty feet high, and the staff weren't around to put up the real tree. We gave them a break. <laughs> it was COVID. Holidays. It was COVID. We had to <laughs> lay some of the staff off. So when it comes to a fake tree or a real tree, funny enough, most people prefer the artificial, and I guess that's probably out of laziness as well. It is a lot of effort. Right. Uh, again, the environment, some feel that the actual cutting down of trees is not good for the environment. And again, they've come a long way. Mm-hmm. Like we're not spraying tinsel onto them anymore <laughs> to hide them. You're not? No. Oh, you got to see our tree. <laughs> it's like right out of 1976. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.